0: It's Friday, May the 14th, and this is your morning briefing from The Economist. Coming up, escalation at the Gaza border and South Korea's semiconductor plants. First, the world in brief. The Israel Defense Forces tweeted that, quote, IDF air and ground troops are currently attacking in the Gaza Strip. Later, it announced that none of its soldiers were inside the territory. Benjamin Netanyahu, Israel's Prime Minister, said he was considering deploying the armed forces to control the mob violence between Jews and Arabs that has plagued Israeli cities for several days. The unrest there has been caused by tension in Jerusalem and the subsequent eruption of fighting in Gaza. The exchange of rockets and airstrikes between Hamas and the IDF has so far killed more than 100 Palestinians and another 7 people in Israel. The IDF has cancelled all leave for combat units and called up 7,000 reservists. Coalition negotiations among Israel's opposition collapsed. Naftali Bennett, the leader of Yamina, a nationalist party, abandoned talks with Yair Lapid, head of the centrist Yeh Shatid party, aimed at forming a government. The fighting has made it more difficult to attract support from Arab parties. Mr. Lapid has three weeks left to try again after the Prime Minister, Benjamin Netanyahu, failed last week. South Korea will spend $450 billion to develop its semiconductor industry over the next decade. Samsung and SK Hynix, two technology companies, already make most of the world's basic memory chips. But the country wants to overtake Taiwan as the world leader in advanced semiconductors. The government will offer tax breaks, deregulation, low interest rates and investment in infrastructure to help boost the domestic industry. The number of Americans seeking unemployment benefits fell to 473,000 in the week ending May 8th, the lowest weekly total since mid-March 2020, when the pandemic gripped America. Separately, Amazon announced plans to hire 75,000 new employees in America and Canada, and McDonald's will raise wages in the 650 American restaurants it owns, as well as encourage franchisees to do the same. Four separate roadside bombs around Afghanistan shattered a three-day ceasefire declared by the Taliban to mark the Eid al-Fitr holiday just hours into its first day, killing at least 11 people and wounding 13 others. No actual fighting between the Taliban and the Afghan government has been reported. America's Centers for Disease Control and Prevention said that people who are fully vaccinated against COVID-19 may stop wearing masks and socially distancing in most indoor and outdoor settings, excluding healthcare clinics and public transport. It hopes the guidance will encourage more Americans to get vaccinated. Around 154 million have received one shot or more, but the pace of vaccination is slowing. Drivers in America's southeast had trouble finding petrol for their cars days after a ransomware attack forced Colonial Pipeline to close down. Bloomberg reported that Colonial's owners had paid nearly $5 million to the hackers. The country's biggest fuel pipeline resumed operations on Wednesday, President Joe Biden said supplies will return to normal at the weekend. And fact of the day. Brood X, a type of cicada in America, are emerging from the ground at the start of their 17 years breeding cycle. When their biological alarm clocks go off, they mature, emerge, mate, lay eggs and then die. All in four to six weeks. And now here's today's agenda. Eternal Recurrence Israel and Palestine The latest round of warfare between Israel and the militant Palestinian organizations in the Gaza Strip, which began on Monday, is showing no signs of abating. Hamas and Islamic Jihad have launched nearly 2,000 rockets at Israeli towns, killing at least 7 people there. Israel has launched retaliatory airstrikes at Gaza, killing militants but also dozens of civilians. To make matters worse, towns with mixed populations have descended into chaos. Mobs have attacked synagogues and mosques, torching businesses of both communities. On Friday morning, the Israel Defense Forces tweeted that quote, IDF air and ground troops are currently attacking in the Gaza Strip. Hours later, they seemed to clarify none of its ground troops were in the territory. The ostensible reason for all this is Israel's heavy-handed policing of protesters at the Al-Aqsa Mosque in Jerusalem during Ramadan. But the holy month is over, and the clashes are escalating. Hamas has indicated interest in a ceasefire. But the Israeli army, according to a spokesperson, has received, quote, marching orders to intensify operations. If the rockets do not stop flying, there could be much more bloodshed. Compounding Crises India's GDP When the first wave of the COVID-19 pandemic peaked in India last September, there was soon talk of how the economy would bounce back. Even in early April, the International Monetary Fund bumped up its GDP forecast to 12.5% for the coming year. Though the second wave is now peaking, its devastating scale has erased this optimism. With the official number of deaths rumbling past a quarter of a million, disguising a real toll many times higher, forecasts are tumbling. Credit Suisse, a bank, now predicts growth of 8.5% to 9%, which would merely make up for last year's losses. India's formal sector will revive, but the double blow has crippled its huge informal sector and pitched tens of millions back into poverty. The government's debt will soon reach 90% of GDP, causing whispers of an imminent credit downgrade. That will be yet another blow for India. A Spiralling Crisis Global Hunger Covid-19 exacerbated many of the world's pre-existing conditions. Global hunger was one of them. Last year, 155 million people in 55 countries were estimated to be, quote, "acutely food insecure," according to a report published this month by the United Nations Humanitarian Affairs Agency. That grim figure is 20 million higher than in 2019. The report tries to untangle the causes of food crises. The most important factor was conflict, which was linked to the hunger of 99 million people in 23 countries, up from 77 million in 2019. Wars in Ethiopia and Yemen have driven millions to the brink of famine. But the effects of COVID-19 have been brutal too. Economic shocks were linked to acute hunger for around 40 million people in 2020, nearly double the figure for 2019. Poorer countries lacking in vaccines will take longer to recover from the pandemic, In the meantime, the virus of hunger will continue to spread. Road to a Grecian sunburn Holidays in Greece A lingering pandemic is no reason to cancel a holiday. At least not according to Greece's ministers. Desperate for tourists' money to start flowing once more, they are allowing travellers from 35 countries to visit without needing to quarantine. The first charter flights land today at island airports. On arrival, holidaymakers must show a vaccination certificate or a negative COVID-19 test. Then the empty beaches and tavernas beckon. But the sunseekers are arriving at a perilous moment. Earlier this week, the rate of new COVID-19 infections in Greece exceeded the European Union's average for the first time. The government is scrambling to vaccinate the 1.5 million people who live on islands popular with tourists before the end of June the pressure is on. Without a pickup in visitors between July and September when hotels typically earn more than half of their annual income, the economy could slump back into recession. Preparing for liftoff. Again, reusing rocket boosters. Shooting rockets into space is an expensive business. Any vehicle wanting to leave Earth's atmosphere needs a booster to help propel the spacecraft through the first leg of its journey, before it detaches and falls to Earth. Those boosters are normally used only once. Tomorrow, Rocket Lab, an American aerospace company, will start testing a method to quote, launch, catch and repeat the use of its boosters. Roughly 150 seconds after liftoff from a launch pad on the east coast of New Zealand's North Island, The booster on Rocket Lab's launch vehicle will separate and dive into the atmosphere at 8 times the speed of sound. Parachutes will slow its descent into the southern Pacific Ocean, from where it will be fished out and studied for signs of heat damage. The ultimate aim is for helicopters to catch boosters as they fall, allowing them to be reused for future missions. That could dramatically reduce costs. Finally... Here's the quote of the day from Frank Sinatra, who died on this day in 1998. The best revenge is massive success. That's it from The Economist morning briefing available every weekday and on Saturdays. You can hear interviews and analysis from our journalists, including our current affairs podcast, The Intelligence, by searching for The Economist on your podcast app or asking your smart speaker to play the latest Economist radio podcast. And as a subscriber...